before I take you back to this episode, I want to let you know that you can book me for training and workshops around negotiation and conflict resolution. And that could be in a half a day, a full day. It can be online or face to face. So just email admin at lifemediation.com.au and let us know that you're interested. And then we work out what it is that you need and how we can move forward. I have recorded a very quick, short and sweet episode about money and conflict. Money is something that a lot of people are in conflict about in their relationships or after separation or with their boss or like it's everywhere. So I just recorded a very short episode to give you some insight on why people have conflict around money and what you can do about it. So have a listen and love to know what you think. I am Lisanna Eriks. I'm a conflict resolution specialist and I've been a mediator and facilitator for over 12 years. I've been a finalist for the Australian Mediator of the Year Award for the last two years and I train, coach and mentor people to become highly effective in conflict resolution and negotiation so they can create the relationships they want in their homes and their boardrooms. Over the years, I've become deeply passionate about conflict resolution and negotiation because I see how much suffering it is causing people and it just does not have to be this way. When people truly get how conflict impacts their life and put the work in to get effective at conflict resolution, they get to experience deep connections with other people, freedom, self-expression and love. Have a look at the highlights on my Instagram page, Lisanna Eriks underscore life mediation to find out more about what I do and why I do it. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the conversations, insight and tools you need for you to switch on your inner conflict resolution and negotiation muscles and get you to a completely different level where you can resolve conflict powerfully and create the relationships you want in your life. Think about it. What would life be like if you would not be afraid of dealing with conflict and you would deal with it easily and quickly? It would change the game dramatically, wouldn't it? So let's get into talking about how to do this. Welcome to Conversations to Cut the Conflict. Hello, I'm so excited to be back and record an episode of Conversations to Cut the Conflict. And what I want to talk to you about today is the topic of money. Money actually causes people to have so much conflict in their relationships, but also after people have been separated um, it, and in with any relationship, relationship with bosses, with partners, with siblings, you know, when people pass away, like the list is endless. And I guess I want to give you some insight on why people get so much conflict about money and what you could possibly do about it. So there's a lot of conversations that people have around money and a lot of beliefs and that really impacts how people deal with money, right? Um, it can be part of what their people's upbringing. So for example, you know, when I was growing up, like we really got, it really got drilled into us. Like you don't brag about money. You don't really talk about it. But you definitely don't want to look like you know you got it better than someone else or anything like that. So I had to unpack some of those things um, throughout my you know my own personal development because if if you can't talk about money or if you you know not supposed to want money and things like that because money is dirty or whatever it might be, then it's obviously going to be very difficult for you to earn really good money because you have lots of blocks around that. So there's lots of beliefs around money and you can even see it in the expressions that people use. Money does not grow on threes. You probably have heard that one. Money is the root of all evil. Money is hard to come by or I have to protect it or anything like that. 
or some people say money should be spent and it should be you know enjoyed while you live and not hold on to it until you die and give it away so these are all belief systems that people have and none of them are better or worse to be fairly honest it's just what what people believe but you can imagine when people get into relationships for example if someone gets into a relationship with someone who goes money should be flowing it should be spent all the time that, that is partnered up with someone who says money doesn't grow on trees and we really have to be careful with spending how these things can cause um, conflict so one of my first things that i would say to you is to get a bit of a sense of what your money stories are now what are the things that how do you feel about money what are the things that you say about money what are the, how do you act around money you know do you find it horrible if someone talks to you about how much they earn because it makes you feel jealous or what what is it that happens when you have money conversations with people or you know people around you one of the exercises that i have done as well is to um, go and talk to my parents and, and ask them to write their money story about what was it like growing up for them and how was money talked about and dealt with with their family. So it was really interesting for me to see because I could really see that some of the money beliefs that I had had nothing to do with me. They were just passed down to me throughout my family. And then when you can see that, you can go, oh, I would like to keep this money story, but this other money story is not so productive for me, so I can let that go. So have a look at your money stories and you can obviously ask your partner or you know someone else who you have to talk about money with a lot to go okay what is your money story what are the conversations that you have around money so people can get really clear on their beliefs and you know upbringing and and conversations around money so you can start seeing that you know some of those stories are just they're just stories they're not necessarily true and you can start picking and choosing what is useful to keep and what is not but also when you're communicating with someone and you know their money story it's much easier to understand their responses and their reactions and to work with that so the other thing is i think that you know money comes also with a survival instinct people obviously want to care for themselves and for their family so they get very protective about it you know they want to make sure that they have enough and they can they can live and that's understandable so survival really comes into it as well and also money is much more than just the dollar signs so it acknowledge it's acknowledgement for people acknowledging their value acknowledging and the validation or you know for example if someone is a homemaker and doesn't actually earn money but they're going through financial separation they still want to be acknowledged for the work that they've done even though it was unpaid throughout that financial separation and get enough money uh, out of the pool because they still built that asset pool up that's another example of what i see a lot so people feel appreciated and that's all like all these things are linked with money so when you talk about money i think people often make the mistake just to think that they were just talking about dollar signs but often it goes a lot deeper for people and then obviously people's values around money what do you value so when you break down your values and when you work out what is important to you in life you look at you know what are the things you spend your time and money on now how do you feel your space you know what do you research all the time etc etc so let's just have the example of health health is really high on my list so um, i'm spending money at the moment on an eight-week challenge i pay for the gym i pay for a naturopath i pay for you know, anyway long story short i spend a lot of money on my health because that's really important to me but if i would be together with someone who would not want me to do that or would not have that same value and go why would you be doing that that obviously can cause conflict so i think it's important that you work out what your values are and when you are working out your values 
I don't want you to look at what you like your values to be, but what they actually are. So like I said before, ask yourself, what do you spend most of your time and your money on? You know, what are the things you research? What are the things that are really easy for you to organize? You don't know one have to tell you to do what you're going to do it. Those kind of things are values. So it could be health, family, money, business, whatever is important to you. And you kind of select your top five. So I would write down an entire list could be 20 30 things whatever it might be and then you select your top five and it's really powerful to sit down and actually you know let's just talk about in a partnership when you're in a romantic relationship and you can share that with your partner and say these are my top values so so obviously this is where I'm going to spend my money my family is very high on my list too yeah (laughs) for anyone with children I'm sure you can recognize how much money I spent on my children but I never mind right because they're really important to me or on family holidays because that's family time so I like spending a lot of my money there and some people might not have that value again there's nothing right or wrong about it this is not about making a making wrong session to say you have to have different values or you have to you know spend your money a different way it's about creating understanding between you and the other person that you are dealing with on what is important to both of you and then you can start negotiating about that because of course you know the money that you have together um, or the money that anyone has well most people anyway not not anyone but it's it has limits so it is important to work out okay well these are the things that are important to both of us how can we make sure that we both get an allocation to depending on what your budget is right um, to spend money on the things that we both find important and make agreements about that like with everything you know when you make agreements and you have clarity, that is when you can avoid having conflict. Before I take you back to this episode, I want to let you know that you can book me for training and workshops around negotiation and conflict resolution. And that could be in a half a day, a full day, it can be online or face-to-face. So just email admin at lifemediation.com.au and let us know that you're interested. And then we work out what it is that you need and how we can move forward. One of the things that I see a lot in relationships as well is that people actually don't talk about money at all. So, you know, the, one, a person doesn't know what their partner actually earns. They don't actually know where they spend their money on. It's all a bit secretive. And that can cause a lot of anxiety and stress. Also, people feel that they don't trust the other person and that can cause a lot of um, issues. So I would just go and have that conversation and say, hey, I don't know anything about your money situations. We are trying to plan a future here. And like, how are we even going to do that? I mean, practically, if you go to a bank to try and get a mortgage, you have to go and talk to them and say, well, this is what we've got, right? And it, it also really communicates something. I think if you are the person that is not sharing with your partner how much you earn and you're not transparent about that it is communicating something and I don't know if people are consciously want to communicate something but it could be communicating for the other person saying that you don't trust me you don't want or you're hiding something even though that might not be the case that's what the other person might be feeling so you have to ask yourself is that something that you want to be communicating to your partner so if this is happening in your relationship and you guys are not talking about money or only fight about money some people don't talk about money but just fight about it when it comes up sit down and actually have a conversation and go hey we need to talk about money because it's causing us conflict and I don't know what to do about it but let's just start at the top and let's just start sharing with each other you know what are our beliefs around money what are our values about money like what are we scared of what are the things that you're concerned about because then you can start creating some understanding and then let's talk about you know let's share information with each other I want to know how much you earn um, if you don't have shared bank accounts because otherwise you can see everything obviously um, how do we going to pay for everything together 
how are we going to do this? How are we going to plan for our future? If we're going to do this together, we're going to have to have this conversation. Um, I mean, being secretive doesn't work well in long-term relationships as far as I'm concerned. I think it's really important you're being open about your finances and what you earn. It doesn't mean that you have to merge your bank accounts if you if you don't want to do that, but I do think it's important that you have these conversations. And, and if your partner doesn't want to do that, I would unpack that and say, so what is that about? So it probably is going to be something around a belief around money or something that they got from their upbringing. Maybe they saw one of their parents being taken advantage of or maybe, I I don't know, right? But this is what there is to unpack and then you can deal with that. And you can say, listen, this is not our story. This is that story. We can go and do some work around that with someone or, you know, if someone's really adamant they don't want to share it with you, then obviously you, you have to think about if you want to be dealing with that or not in your relationship. But then it's really important, like I said before, that you get really clear on what's important to both of you and also get some common goals. Like what is it that as a couple, or what is it that you want to achieve? Like what are the things that are important to you as a couple besides your own values and your own, you know, goals in life? What is it that you want to do together? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to travel a lot do you want to save for retirement like I don't know what your plans are but get really clear on those goals and then you can work back from those goals and say okay so if in five years time this is where we want to be financially what are we going to have to do now so kind of work back from that and then you can um, you know you can set those targets together and, and celebrate when you you know have your wins and and that makes it much easier and and money you know sharing money and talking about money and spending money comes also with a lot of trust so it's also about creating trust between the both of you that you know the other person will do the right thing that no one's going to go out and buy I don't know <laughs> I have to make this up are going to buy a five thousand dollar present for themselves a handbag while you're saving for retirement and has made an agreement about that because they will be breaching that agreement right or i'm assuming maybe not depending on what your budget is but it's really about you know trusting each other and building that trust and making agreements about money keeping those agreements and you know also not micromanaging each other you know if my husband goes and spends something i don't go through the bank account and go well what is that and what is that unless it's a really big amount i see come up and i obviously wonder and go what what was that for but otherwise you know, you trust each other that you're going to spend a reasonable amount of money and that everyone is responsible around that. If, if that's something that you don't have and you don't trust each other, then I recommend you go and have some conversations about how can we create that trust. Like I already said, it's probably going to come down to making some agreements that you both are willing to do and then keeping those agreements. You build trust when you keep your word over a period of time. Sometimes trust is not there right from the get-go and that's okay. But you know, if you keep your word over a period of time, the trust will build and also that you both look at your own money story and if you don't have you don't trust people in general, for example, you know, what is what is that about? And do you need to do some work on your own around that? Or if you don't trust people um, with your money, that will be a belief that you might have to work on separately as well. So there will be some work that you can do on your own and there's some work you can do with your partner. But I think the main thing is to be really open and honest about it and not to discuss this while you're already in conflict. Normally when people are in conflict, you know, everyone everything gets hated, people get reactivated. So those conversations are often not that helpful and while you you know sit down and actually say listen we need to talk about this let's just work out what we're going to do and you don't have to solve all your problems in one conversation you can have 
you know, conversation about, okay, let's both find out what our beliefs and values are. You go and do that and then you go and have another conversation. You know, tell me what you've discovered. This is what I discovered. Let's think about what we want to do as our goals. Then you go back, think about that, come and have another conversation. You know, you don't have to, you know, resolve all this in one conversation, but my advice would be at least start the conversation. You know, start it, uh, start opening it up, bring some transparency and honestly into your relationship and that will make a really big difference. If you are interested in working with me, I provide lots of coaching for people around conflict resolution. Obviously, I do mediation as well, where I can help people resolve conflict that are in conflict already. Um, so please contact us if you want to do that. I'm on Instagram, where you can find me under Lisanna Eriks, um, on Facebook and um, also on LinkedIn. And otherwise, you can email us at admin at lifemediation.com.au. I think it's such a, it's so empowering and it's so great and liberating when you can have these conversations freely and you don't get held back by all the things that happened in your past or with other partners or with other people or, you know even by what's passed down to your grandparents it really makes a really big difference and when you start having this conversation i've seen it many times with people where it is quite liberating and they they realize that they've made a lot of assumption about the other person because when things are secretive you're going to go oh this is probably why they're doing it this might be why they're doing it and often people find that that's not the case at all so having conversations is always best and you know if if you followed me for a while you know that i always say this have these conversations as early as possible but you know if it's been a while it's never too late and you know work out what you want to do all right i will speak to you guys soon in the next episode and i hope you have a fantastic day